perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way. This is The Truth on WTMJ, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at The Avenue. Here's Dr. Ken Harris and Denise Thomas. Welcome back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's going to be an opening. <laughs> There's going to be an opening at Good Karma Brands for a producer for Sunday night. <laughs> Evan, thank you. Thank yeah, you. He ain't talking to me. Thank you talking for that. Both of you. It's great to have you both back here. It's been a while. Okay. I didn't say he's not talking to me. I said he ain't talking to me. What okay. do you mean he's not talking to you? He ain't. He ain't? He ain't. You, you know, you're upset when you lose when, when you use bad grammar. I love I appreciate profanity and bad grammar. That's oftentimes why this gig is challenging for me. No comment. When we first launched Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on The Truth, which is, as many of you may or or may not know, is a sister station. I'm doing the air quotes. Sister station of WTMJ. And do you know, Dr. Ken, a listener had the audacity on the talking text line. To send me some corrections on how I was pronouncing words and this should come before that letter, blah, blah, blah. Guess what I asked this person in response to them making this self-proclaimed grammar education? Guess what I asked them, y'all? What time your show start? Oh, you mean. Well, you know, I don't start it, but I'll definitely wrap it up. Yeah, I think you give it the old college tribe. <laughs> oh, you know. Well, say it. No. Say it, Doctor. Can I come? I come. Old in- National Bank talking text line eight five five six one six one six zero. Old National Bank, get old. Go on, say it. I I have nothing to say but positive things. No, you said it. You st- mm, okay. I'm not. I'm not. You're not going to provoke me, Doctor Ken. I'm going to keep this a loving show because there's so many things that are going on. In the world right now, I found so. Well, first, before we get into the news, the the headlines, yes. news, I have to share this experience. And I and Evan chime in. I want everybody's perspective on this. I I I am not easily embarrassed. You cannot embarrass me because usually I'll either tell you before you could even tell on me. Or two, I've just been through so much in my life and I've seen so many things to where a lot of things don't bother me. But this particular experience, I I don't even know if I want to use the word embarrassed. It was just very peculiar. Peculiar. So I'm in the airport flying here to Milwaukee yesterday. Why are your stories got to do with the airport? Okay, go ahead. Because that's where I spend the most of my time. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> trust me. I'm trying to find any private jet. Flyers or owners, holler at your girl for and, real. And and if you want to loan some of your time on <laughs> one of them. Because Dr. Ken is, is officially not going to be back in the studio on Sundays from 79 ever again in life. All right, here we go. And again, the old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Please let me know how you feel about this. In the airport yesterday, and I primarily fly with American or Delta. And I'm in, and I say that because I was in the Admirals Club 
enjoying just some peace and quiet before I board my flight to Milwaukee. And I'm using the restroom and I leave the restroom stall. And I'm, of course, as most human beings that practice cleanliness and hygiene do, I started to wash my hands. This older lady, and I say that because I I had to give her a pass because visibly she, if I had to guess, is probably about 70, 75 years old. So she then comes out of her stall. But you're only 25 years old, so isn't everybody like (laughs) in America? You better know I'm only 25. You better know it. So she comes out of the stall and she walks up next to me. Now, y'all, she is looking at me like... I am the boogeyman. I am Freddy Krueger. I am Jason from Friday the 13th, all wrapped in one. She is like giving me this just look of horror. And at first I thought, do I owe her money? (laughs) That's that's how she was looking at me, Dr. Ken. There's something on my face. There's something on my face. And she just wouldn't stop. And she's washing her hands and she's looking up at me through the mirror and then she's looking down. And again, she just had this look of horror. So finally I said, may I help you? And then she turns and looks at me and says, am I in the right bathroom? Wow. See? Yeah. And when she first said it, Dr. Kid and Evan, I, I immediately thought, I don't know. Are you? But then I realized she had mistaken my gender as a man. Okay. And she was distraught. I'm telling you, she was like, am I in the right bathroom? Should have told her no. And I, <laughs> okay. No, well, well, it then it evolved into now I'm offended. And so I said, no, I, I'm a woman. You're in the right. You're in the right bathroom. You should wear your pronouns around your neck. Well, check this out. <laughs> Okay, so let me stop another another lady. She comes out of another stall and she is visibly Dr. Ken. No question under the age of 21. She's probably about 17 or 18 years old. So she heard everything while she was in the stall. She comes out and she's just sh- she's just shaking her head like ah, you older people. And she's got a smile on her face. She's looking at me and she's just shaking her head like I, I-, I feel for you. And <laughs> I, I, and that's when you lost it. No, okay. almost. We're almost there. Okay. So I said, okay, I'm going to charge this to her generation. Because before my grandmother passed in 2003, she used to refer to black people as colored. And I didn't, I never corrected her, Dr. Ken, because I knew based on her upbringing and her and the generation, that's what was the word that was used to describe black people at the time. And, and she was from where? Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. So fast forward, not even fast forward. I walk out of the stall and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to shake it off. Cause again, she's an older lady. I go to the bar cause I needed a drink y'all. I go to the bar and the bartender who was a woman. What can I get for you, sir? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Wow. And so now I'm now I'm I'm upset. I was going to say another word. <laughs> I'm upset. And I said, I am a woman. And now, mind you, there's a gentleman who's standing next to me. And I noticed him from my peripheral vision. He said, or she says, you know what she said? What? And I thought, 
oh, I have so much more DE&I coaching to do. She said, well, I'm, I'm so sorry. It's, you know, nowadays you just can't tell. You just don't know nowadays. Nowadays? I've been a woman since 1976. What are you talking about? Mm. And I said that to her because now I'm mad. Because I'm like, do you and this other lady in the bathroom work for the same firm? Like, what is this, a setup? Am I, am I being punked? And so I walk away, and I'm visibly frustrated. And the gentleman that was standing behind me, <sighs> I wish I knew who it was. I'd give him a huge shout out. He walks up to me, and he says, if I may, you are most definitely a woman, and might I add, a very attractive one. That's what I'm talking about. Instantly, I'm like, oh, I still got it. Because I'm start. listen, I, I want to be clear. I am a huge advocate of live your truthful, honest, best life. I do not get caught up in, you know, oh, well, you look like a man, so you must be a man. I don't get caught. Whatever you choose, your pronouns, your identity, I just want people to live their best life. In terms of me as a human being, I don't judge. You know, I've had to have some courageous conversations with my children when they were growing up about, you know, some things that they saw. I, I I don't care. I don't care what your identity is. I don't care what your race is. I don't care what your ethnicity is until you do something to discriminate me or put my me or my family in harm. I don't care. But at that moment, Dr. Ken, because as I'm as I'm in the line to board my flight, I said, I'm going to ask Dr. Ken about this on the show, because that was the first time in a long time where I felt extremely uncomfortable to the point where I, because I, I had a hoodie on and I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, do I, do I look like? And I share this story with, with everyone because when the lady said, well, you know, nowadays you just don't know and you did it, then just don't say gender or don't say anything. May I get you something to drink? Yes. What, what can I get you? What can I get for you? What kind of drink would you like? Because I was, I was offended and I was actually humiliated. Really? Yes. And we'll I, talk about that. Yes. Hmm. Truth. I mean, I was going to say Truth Nation. TMJ, just please let me know how you feel about this. Help me. Help me. I need your guidance. I need your coaching. We need to go get some oxygen. We need an oxygen mask. We need to get it so you know so she can, you know, get some get some. Cause we want her I to tried to order a drink. I couldn't even get a drink after that. The so bartender if said we the go same to break thing. and she's still talking, then we just gonna go ahead. And she's <laughs> just gonna keep talking. <laughs> You're I just want to know the truth on TMJ. Welcome back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to the truth on TMJ. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We're here with the effervescent. The magnanimous. You keep using these words that I can't spell or pronounce. Shout out to Evansville Public School. (laughs) I'm like, what? So before the break, you were you were talking about how someone mistook your gender, mistook your uh, um, um, womanhood and assumed that you were a man. And it was, or, the, or it was the way that she did it. Because, I mean, first of all, she yeah. took about 30 seconds to look me up and down with this, like, horrific look on her face. I'm cool. Read Denise. Dr. Ken, I promise you. Matter of fact, this is Taurus <laughs> season, so shout out to all my fellow Tauruses that are celebrating their birthday. So, so, so here's I'm here's telling you the, right now, this is this is calm, Denise. She hasn't stopped talking since we went to break. Well, because you're, like, calm down. I, I, I know. I'm just, I was, I was now just you're being, being patronizing. Yes, I am. 
And a little bit condescending. Well, but I, I want you to stare it to me. I want you I to want listen. You to get it out. I did. <laughs> I want you to get it out. Come on. <sighs> Do you see why I don't like working <laughs> with people over the age of seventy-five? <laughs> That's right. You hate your parents. You I hate don't your like working. You hate your great-great-grandparents. No, I don't. I don't so, hate anybody. So, speaking of that, exactly what you just said is what the issue is. So. My generation learned diversity in a significantly different way than yours did. Significantly, we all did different than what we have today with millennials and Gen X. I'm sorry, Gen Gen Z. So we were taught you learn people by what you know about them, male, female. So we, my generation, categorizes, right? German, Lutheran, Catholic, Christian, Muslim, right? We we learn, okay, so these are all the things that I know and learned about white males. Oh, wait a minute. He's German. I got to add another layer. He grew up in Wisconsin. Got to add another layer. Today, everything's just kind of open. So it's really difficult to process when everybody today is much more looser. Looser? Looser? No. Fluid. Much no, authentic with who they are. So many times older people get caught in the processing part. And instead of letting it finish, they make certain assumptions because that's what we have to do. Okay, suit this, that, man. Boop. Today could be a woman. Dressed like a man. So so you can't. You had drag queens in the 40s. We're not talking about drag queen, queens. We're talking no, I'm about, just saying you, you had people that did the same thing they're doing today. But, but I they get only it. did it. Watch this. In burlesque. And they only did it in a certain place. Okay. Today you do it publicly. I, stuff I, like I that. give you that. Yes. See what I mean? So, so un, unfortunately, instead of. Well, first of all, I don't even know why she said it, because like, what was the. Oh, it wasn't what? just what she said, Dr. Ken. You should, this is how, look, and I wish the, the valued listeners could see my face. This is what, yeah. how she looked. We got a call? Okay, mm-hmm. good. Because y'all, please help me. This is, what, this is how her look on her face was. Right. No, look, look. Right, right. And she kept doing it for like right. 15 seconds. So right. I was like, can I help you? May I help you? Right. And But my thing was, she never said, please pardon me for my mistaken, just anything to just, because I was like offended. Why? I'll tell you after we take this this call from one of our valued listeners. You are on the Old National Bank talking text line. This is the truth segment with Dr. Ken and Denise. What is your question or comment? Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi, I'm good. And you know, I love you both. And I really don't know what you look like, nor do I really care. You know, but, when people um, preface, look, when, when people preface, they, <laughs> Michelle, they comment before that. Michelle, let me, let me tell you this. I am fine as wine. Dr. Ken, eh. <laughs> I look good. Uh, Dr. Ken's mind is fine as aged wine. Let me tell you. Hey. But anyway, I I quickly Googled you, and you're you are stunning. And my oh, girlfriend is also um, African American. Just cut her hair off like really short because she thought it was damaged. And she has that beautiful skin, like you have that high cheekbones, and she looks like a million dollars. And I always tell her, yeah, I'm I'm an old white lady, but I'd get my lips and lips enhanced if I knew they'd look like yours, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
I love never it. will. And you know, the thing is, if that lady, I, I would have turned to her and said, oh my God, maybe I did. I picked the one where you could wash your hands after you use the restroom. Is there another one? I love it. That is hilarious. <laughs> Michelle, that is like the best advice. I wish you were there when it happened because that would have been classic. Thank you so much for yeah. calling in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. As a matter of fact, just out of curiosity, the Google image that you saw of me, was that, did I have blonde hair or black hair? Kind of, kind of like um, orangish, blondish. Yeah, okay. That's a good picture then. <laughs> that's a recent picture. Thank you, Michelle. Love yeah. you. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. the old National Bank talking text line. Give us a call. Old National Bank. Like me. Get old. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to That's right. Truth on TMJ. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Denise Thomas. It's, it's not right. Is here. But so. it's okay. That's a great song, Evan, to come back to. That's how I build. It's not right. Talking text line says but baby okay. boomers and quiet generations do categories, and I know from being visually impaired. To which I replied, you are so very correct. And yeah, so, I said, great point. And so as as people grow, the one thing we're not doing today is not giving people room to be wrong. Everything has to be perfect or you're either canceled or you're fired or there's always something that we have to assign to you because you're wrong. Um, and and it 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 scares me because we're doing to like. Boomers, like, it's almost like they don't want the world to change, right? But it's actually changing. So spend more time trying to find yourself in it than trying to tell other people, oh, you're wrong because you're different or you're changing or the world shouldn't change. We want to leave everything the way it is. And I'm like, "Mm, no, let's change. Let's roll with it. There are some things you're not going to be open about, right? So, but what you can't do is start assigning it to everything you see or what you think. And I think that's the that's the terrible thing this woman did is that she didn't have the presence of mind to go. Well, well. Why was it any her business anyway? I, I, I'm assuming just based on the look on her face that it would have been extremely inappropriate for her to be (laughs) in a restroom. Right. But, you know, too. But you're just a better person than me. Well, because I would have said, yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes i am well i'm in the right bathroom that's ah. the thing she didn't even she didn't even apologize because i i was visibly offended after i was like no i'm a woman and i you know would the, you the like mis- for me to show you well and that, co- that crossed my mind i was like let's go new orleans on her but i didn't and because that would have been a whole like oh my gosh just lazy here flashing and decent exposure blah blah, blah. but I, I was offended the fact that she didn't say you know i i apologize i made a mistake or even the bartender her her rationalization was well nowadays you know what i'm over here just trying to order a drink so you just have to be right no matter what even even when you (laughs) even when someone tells you you're wrong you still figure out a way to twist exactly to be but but that's just nobody cared about the fact that i was insulted because i am a woman and contrary to popular belief you know i am an alpha female and one of the things that or one of the the feelings that I have about being an alpha female is that I still need and want and rely heavily upon 
men. All alpha women or all. Yeah. Yeah. We, we need y'all. Well, let me not speak. I don't want to be monolithic. I, I am quite confident with who I am as a woman. I embrace my femininity. I embrace that I have breasts. I embrace that, you know, I have curves. I'm a woman. And I'm finding with this whole, like, awareness of pronouns and gender and identity, I, I, I find myself, now that I've, I've experienced what I experienced, I find myself now having to defend who I am. Why? I don't have to. Then why do you? I'm just being vulnerable right now, Dr. Ken. Just just bear with me. I'm being vulnerable, which I'm not. So am I. And so yeah, the d- defense is yeah. more like, no, I am a woman. But here's the thing. Flip it. And if I go out right now, after the show, let's say, hey, Dr. Ken, uh, you want to go grab some some wings or you want to go grab some dinner and you say, sure, Denise, I don't I don't have any plans. OK, well, I'm going to go home and change really quick. And I put on a blouse that where my cleavage is showing mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Oh, my gosh. You know, she's mind you just 24 hours ago. I was identified as a man. It's like I can't win for losing. I can't embrace my femininity. But yet if I have on a hoodie and a baseball cap, because that's what I like to wear when I'm traveling. Right. Comfortable clothes. So then now I'm a man. So it's like I can't women. It's it's a little bit. It's starting to get challenging for women, natural born women to please everybody. It's like, OK, I can't wear a hoodie and a baseball cap because then people are going to think I'm a man. But if I embrace my femininity or I can't do certain things or say certain things, I emasculate men. But if I go out and wear, you know, a, a skirt and a blouse that shows some show some cleavage, then, oh, she's too forward. Where is <laughs> where is the middle mark here? At least you got a choice. Every time I walk in, my biggest descriptor, male and black. So the assumption is always negative criminal. Mm. So I can't win with with the one I got. Well, I'm a black but female, I also, but I also don't care. And so whatever, whatever, what other people think about me, what other people say about me, what other people feel about me, I am not going to embrace it. That's your problem. You carry your baggage. I'm gonna carry mine, but I'm I, not gonna carry yours. Am I? I don't care I, what you say. I, I am complete. I am complete with racism in terms of how people—not all people, not everybody—but how a, a significant amount of the population, not even in just this country, because I travel all over the world, uh, see me before they even know me, based on my gender and the color of my skin, the texture of my hair. As a black woman, I get it. Now, but when you say to me, right. I don't feel comfortable in this bathroom with you because you look like. Are you a man? Then, then they that's should where, leave. Then that's, they should leave. <laughs> that's where it gets a little doors right there. Problematic. You help yourself, right? I, well, I'm, it you, happened so fast. I just, sure. you know, it was just boom, boom, boom. I just wanted to use the restroom and go have a drink. And both of those experiences were traumatic. Mm. I, I don't know. You know, nowadays you just don't know. I'm like, that's your rationale. Then you should keep that to yourself. Exactly. Right. But see, that's what I would have said. I, to your point, I know my mouth. 
And I've learned to pick my battles. And in that situation, I would have not sounded as intellectual. See, that's why you're Dr. Ken and I'm DT. Because it would have been Denisha. But you also know my middle name, right? (laughs) Is it on your wallet? Yeah, it's called (laughs) Petty. This is The Truth on WTMJ. Okay, so I've asked you, F, watch, I'm, I'm, I'm faking the, the, I'm playing the, Evan, I've asked <laughs> you to take that song. I hate that song. Hate is such a strong word, Dr. Ken. No, it's the song. I you, don't like you the song. You detest the song or do you, you hate, hate it? I hate the okay, song. Okay, all right. Because I ain't a player. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you, Evan. We appreciate you. You know Plus we, we took the wrong song out because I did take one out. Uh, See, another one out that you said he didn't like. So well, well, you know whatever you, Evan, you know whatever you play. I'm gonna say. I was gonna I don't say. Like don't he, he's <laughs> got, I was gonna say you're setting yourself up for failure. As soon as I started to open my mouth, I <laughs> like, knew that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Speaking of, so if you're just tuning in, first of all, thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Truth Segment with Dr. Ken and DT. The Old National Bank Talk and Text Line is eight five five six one six. 1620 because we always love to hear your thoughts, perspectives, and and questions. We were talking about my recent experience in a public restroom inside of an airport where a woman came out of the stall and as we were both washing our hands with this horrific look on her face, like she was just like, I thought she had I thought seriously there was a boogeyman standing behind us. And she had asked me if uh she was in the right restroom, and I thought, uh, oh, ding, ding, ding. I was like, I'm a woman. You should have said no. <laughs> and we were talking about generations and the way that different generations have been either exposed <clears throat> or socialized with diversity, equity, and inclusion, coaching, training, experiences, however you want to classify it. And, you know, Dr. Ken and I, we've talked about generational differences as it as it's specific to socialization. And there's an article that just came out and the whole generational thing came again, where the headline says Tesla shareholder group complains that Elon Musk is too distracted to run the company. And it goes on to say, and this was a letter to the Tesla board of directors that, again, was submitted by a group of Tesla shareholders. And they want Elon Musk, who is the CEO of Tesla, along with Twitter and X or SpaceX, to concentrate more (laughs) on his job. As the CEO running the EV or as also known as electric vehicle automaker. They specifically said that there is an increased competition from other automakers specific to electric vehicles. There are allegations of a toxic work environment at Tesla along with other important issues. And actually, let me let me clarify. Elon Musk is the CEO of Twitter, SpaceX, The Boring Company, and Neuralink. And it says he has others. So 
here's my thing. I am a Gen X. I'm I'm a, I'm a Gen X. I'm a bicentennial baby. That's what that is. Okay. Anyway, I I have a problem with this headline as well as this article because I'm thinking based on my experience and I worked for some big companies. I worked for some Fortune 100 companies during my uh trajectory as an employee. i.e. working for others. And I've never <laughs> I never thought, man, I don't see my CEO enough and I don't see them getting involved. Isn't that what? Actually, I see you too much. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're working too hard. We we need you to go back in your cubicle. And like that, that's completely unheard. Yeah, I was like, where? So again, I'm asking the old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Number one, I'm a Gen Xer. That wasn't my experience in terms of exposure with the CEO. And number two, uh-huh. I'm a little bit removed, Dr. Ken. I've been an entrepreneur, business owner. I'm now in my sixth year. Is that what we do now? We hold our CEOs accountable to be involved in the day-to-day, in the weeds, as they say? Like, why would you expect Elon Musk to be involved with, other than approving a budget, to say, yes, let's implement this process or this is going to cost the company eight billion dollars. Like, what? What? What do you expect from him? Mm. If you don't like him, then just say that. That's true. For real, just That's say true. we don't like Elon Musk. We don't want him to be our CEO. Versus, he's not involved enough. He's doing too much. Since when do we hold that type of accountability with CEOs? And that's not a rhetorical. I'm asking. When we want them to be politically correct, when we want them to do what we think they should be doing, and when you sound like you're different from what we expect, and you don't kowtow to how we think you should be in the world, then we come after you. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talking text line. Let us know what you think. (laughs) When we come back, I'm going to tell DT exactly what I think. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to the seat. There's another one of them songs we got to get rid of. I need to send him a list <laughs> of songs. Evan, complaining. you're doing a great job. We haven't been in the studio together for a while, so when she's here, I got to complain about stuff Evan, that I really you, shouldn't complain about. Am I? Well, first, before I ask Evan this question, am I allowed to ask somebody if they're a millennial? No. So, okay. All you right. That, that's offensive. We okay. know he's a millennial. <laughs> 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 so the talking text line is 855-616-1620. These young kids are all a bunch of crybabies. They don't understand corporate America and how it works. No, they do. They just want it to, to work for them the way they want it to work. So I guess I'm saying that they don't understand. <laughs> you just basically corporate. agree. You agree with, with the, they, they, the listener. Thank you for that comment. They Appreciate really it. They really don't understand corporate Appreciate America. Appreciate you listening. Because the bottom line is they're there to make money. Every single company is there to make money. I don't care what the culture is. I don't care how people say it is. I don't care whether or not you like people or not, whether or not you go to work and you have a best friend, all of that crap. In the end, you are here to make money. So then do that. I would love to see this list of of progressive Tesla shareholders that submitted the letter saying that Elon Musk is not. I would love to see this list of who they are. The last time somebody did that, he he fired them all. 
Remember? I don't blame him. So this is my company. The, the people that uh, I'm one of the richest people on earth. People at Twitter talk trash, right? He just fired them all. What are we doing? You're here to work. The only thing I transfer to you is money. That's it. And what you're what you're describing, Dr. Ken, is how I experience corporate America. Benefits. One of the things my father. Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. My, my my father. I'll never forget this. When I first moved to Milwaukee in 2003, and I moved here for an employment opportunity, and I thought, man, going from Evansville to Milwaukee, it was like for me, it was like New York City. And I moved here during the summer. It was Summerfest, the 100th Harley Davidson. You thought you made it. Oh man, jazz in the park. You could not tell me anything. And my father said to me. Denise, number one, corporate America was not designed for people like you. I knew what he meant. Right. And then he said, your job is to go to work, keep your head down, speak when spoken to, and do beyond your expectations. Get there early, stay there late. Right. And he was like, and most importantly, Denise, understand this. Your paycheck is your reward. Those are three things he taught. I'll never forget that. Yep. That's how I was conditioned. Period. All the other stuff is cute, but in the end, that's what they expect. And I have absolutely no problem with that. The problem I have is when we equate benefits to benefits are just enticement, right? To take this job over that job. Oh, absolutely. Other than that, benefits are, you know, we're going to pass a law that says that you can get this benefit and this is guaranteed. Okay, to a point. But now... If you got to pay that, then that means I'm not going to make as much money. And see, that's the thing. I appreciate the younger generation's awareness regarding mental health and toxic work environments. I appreciate the increased or the amplified awareness. But to then now, we're taken to the point where I don't like the CEO, so I'm going to write a letter. Where's my beanbag? (laughs) Get out of here. Come on. Yeah, well. You do realize that we live in a in a world based on capital. And if the and Elon got a lot of capital, money, then yeah. we all get fired. Trust and believe, Elon Musk is not going to put himself in a situation where he's going to lose. Well, he is very is well aware that there yeah. has been an increased uh, amount of competitors that are making EVs besides Teslas. He's very well aware of that. He's and they a were smart already man. doing it when he started it. So what exactly, are we doing? they don't like him. Just say that. <sighs> they don't like you, Elon. Yep. you're mean. I like Elon. I will date Elon. (laughs) How about that? Oh, National Bank talking text line. And Uh, I'll be a quiet woman. (laughs) I won't have no complaints. News coming up from the breaking. (laughs) um, I think after that, I'm just like, I'm getting out of here. Yes, Elon. Perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way. This is The Truth on WTMJ, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at The Avenue. Here's Dr. Ken Harris and Denise Thomas. My life, my life, my life, my life. Just so you know, tomorrow I'm calling in sick. Why? It might snow. It snows all the time in Wisconsin. So do you call in sick every time it snows, Dr. Ken? Yes. Okay. Why? Because I don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's literally Wisconsin. So if if yeah. Um, I saw this funny, I guess for lack of better words, real 
on Instagram, and it was uh, showing a gentleman standing uh, in his kitchen drinking coffee with like swim trunks on and thinking it was just 80 degrees four days ago and now it's snowing. And I was like, man. And now I, you need a coat yeah, and a jacket and a hat, earmuffs. If you are just tuning in, thank you. You are listening to the truth segment on WTMJ. This is your host, the intellectual fiber more syllable using were Dr. Ken Harris and your Evansville, Indiana public school graduate, Denise Thomas, who will definitely demonstrate incorrect grammar throughout the final hour. I was going to call her the effective communication coach, but I digress. I can't be effective and I can't, I'm doing quite well. I just, I'm, I'm not big on spelling or grammar. (laughs) What is humana humana? What does that mean? If you don't get it, it I don't your generation. Don't worry about it. Some things are best left. I'm not old. that far removed from some your generation. Are, some things are best left. The old National Bank. Yeah. Tell her what Humana, Humana, what Humana, is that? Humana is from. Not you. Oh, you know Evan? Oh, okay. I was like, there you go. how does he know and I don't? He's younger than me. There you go. If you're just tuning in, we were talking about being old. <laughs> generational. <laughs> understand across different generations so whether it's boomer gen x millennial gen zer because those are pretty much the four generations that you're going to find common in the workplace now right and how we view leadership there was an article that was released as of yesterday where a group of shareholders tesla shareholders are submitting formal letters of complaint to the board of directors of Tesla saying that Elon Musk is too distracted to run the company. Now, mind you, he is not only the CEO of Tesla. He also leads Twitter, SpaceX, the boring company, Neuralink, and some others. And during my generation, in terms of before I started my own business and and was working for companies, Fortune 100, by the way. And I say that because I worked for comparable companies and I also worked for a company that was in or that still is in the automotive manufacturing industry. I've never in my life heard anyone say, let's talk about some of the issues or some of the challenges that we're facing, team. I never heard somebody say, our CEO is not involved enough. The competition amongst electric vehicles is growing and we just don't know what Elon is doing. There was an actual like a a fear in terms of just power. Like when you saw your CEO, if you did, you'd be like, oh, my God, there's a CEO. But it was never. And so I'm just trying to understand how do we view leadership now is is the humility no. aspect. No, there's, there's none of that. Okay. I've been working here a year. I should be promoted. I should be a supervisor. I should be a manager. <laughs> I should be CEO tomorrow. In five years, I should be CEO because I know everything. Haven't made any mistakes because no one will let you. No one will correct you on any of your mistakes. Not understanding that the way you grow is you grow through training, making mistakes, growth, all that. That's what I was conditioned to believe. None of that. You 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 work your way up. Work being. I showed up listening. I showed up. I did you a favor by showing up. I got the work done. <laughs> we don't recognize that you could be replaced. Like you could literally be replaced. And if you keep it up. I'm going out there, get me some AI, 
and just get rid of you completely. Well, like I said, Dr. Ken, I appreciate some aspects of how to show up in the workplace and be effective and, and exceed expectations from the younger generations. I appreciate the amplified awareness around mental health, toxic work environments, et cetera. However, I do not agree with taking the time to write. While you were busy writing that letter, you could have been making me some money. Well, I was going to say even more specifically <laughs> being the solution. Okay. So if, if your problem is that there's an increased amount of competition specific to electric vehicles, then okay. That's your opportunity to really shine and be a solution versus always being. I wasn't going to I'm not going to say whistleblower because that's not that's not fair. Blowing the whistle. Uh, uh, he's not he's not leading the way I want him to lead. What? It's not your company. Exactly. Right. Elon Musk. I'll tell you this right now. I will marry him tomorrow. Ooh. Okay. I will marry him wow. tomorrow. He could have five wives. I will know my role. I'll be a good Stepford wife, too. Oh, honey, who is this? Oh, okay. Hi, how are you? And as far as off the <laughs> turn the break, Dr. Ken asked me, because I said I would hype in, it would be Denise Thomas Musk. And he said, if you had to drop your name, oh, no problem. Denise Musk all day, every day. Are you kidding me? Well, you have to pay me to put the Thomas back on. Well, Justine Musk, 2000 to 2008. Tallulah Riley from 2010 to 2012, Tallulah Riley 2013 to 2016. He's been married quite a bit? Those are his wives. Well, well technically, no, because he's been married three times. Technically, he's been divorced three times, but he's only been married to two different women. He, has, he had secret twins with an exec and was seen at the Super Bowl with, Ru, with Rupert Murdoch. Oh, my God. Like, what, what, what is that? I don't understand what that means. On the truth, or excuse me, why do I keep saying that, y'all? I'm already at at the show tomorrow. On the Old National Bank talk and text line, which is 855-616-1620. Someone says, by the way, oh, they asked me not to read it. Okay, never mind. I'll respect that. It says not for broadcast. Okay. Why do, I get that, but if you're going to send me something, <laughs> can you send me something that I can say on the air? This is an engaging Show, but I get it. Dr. Ken? I'm just trying to read it. Okay. Let's go to break. <sighs> we'll go to break. 855 Old National Bank talking text line. Denise <laughs> Thomas, Dr. Ken Harris, because I want to hurry up and read this and then I'll know. Okay. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You are listening to the truth segment on TMJ Nights, WTMJ Nights, with your co-host, the intellectual, intelligent, smart Dr. Ken Harris. Also known as that dude. That dude, along with DT. Or OGDK. I don't even want to ask what those letters stand for. Original gangster. <sighs> Dr. Ken. Original gangster, Dr. Ken. Okay. That was real crazy. DZ gave me that name. He would. And then he said it out loud Actually, one day, I love DZ. And it stuck. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, really? Whippa. That's what he always says. Whippa. Whippa. And it, Shout and I, out and, to DZ. And now it's stuck. 
So and OG, now people walk past it. What's up, OGDK? And people look at me like, what does that mean? And then they start talking. I'm like, I'm done. OGDK. I'm done. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Dr. Ken. All okay. right, moving right along. <laughs> Too before, many letters for that Evansville well, uh, public education there? Yes. <laughs> okay. So um, <sighs> we got something on the talking text line, and I think it would be only appropriate that a woman read it because then she can transfer the level of what's the word I'm looking for not not emotion the spirit of what she's saying oh you are so you saying you want me to because I mean according to the lady in the bathroom I'm not a woman so are you sure you want me to read it I'm a woman but according to the lady in the bathroom or the restroom I should say are you sure because I'm, I'm gonna start reading <laughs> you see my face right see that's why you laugh Go all right ahead. it says I'm a 63 year old white woman with a very diverse family oh wait wait wait! no don't skip the fact that she's still working she's still working okay i'm a 63 year old still working Mm -hmm. white woman with a very diverse family traditional conservative parents who are now democrats some republican family members some liberal a biracial niece who married a mormon last week in arizona with a gay nephew who just won a world championship in cheerleading this weekend congratulations to your nephew um, a lesbian married niece and recovering drug addict, drug addicts. And I love that you educate without preaching or lecturing, but I still have no patience for the quote Ding. entitled kids Ding. who need a cry room because they are upset about grades or their boyfriend broke up with them. And she has the, the laugh emoji and we all love each other and celebrate our differences. Have a great rest of your night. I love that, that they said we celebrate. But I think the or she said that. It, I think the beauty of it is you don't have to celebrate it. It's family, and you're accepted, and that's it. Like that full stop, and all the other stuff is just who you are. Well, I think when she when she uses the term celebrate, not even just embracing, but right. for example, right, right. You know, um, I'm sure that her her nephew, who is gay, who just won a world championship in cheerleading, was very appreciative. That his aunt recognized that there are many stereotypes associated, negative stereotypes associated with being with what? a male cheerleader. Really? Oh, yeah. I've had it my entire life. I never thought anything of it. Well. Like, never, just never there thought are, about it. There are. There are negative stereotypes. Especially in college. Just never, never thought it's about It's different it. now in terms of the makeup. It's accepted. And it's celebrated. It's recognized. I mean, it's not like, hey, are you gay? Oh, because that's the only reason why. That's the only reason you're going to be a cheerleader if you're male, if you're gay. No, but it is something and that is recognized. Strong, it ain't going to matter anyway. So, so I think she was saying yeah. that all of I, I our all of it. our identities, however we're made up. People are who they are. We, we're celebrating. Right. Like when people say, I don't see color, that infuriates me. Well, yes, you do. Unless you are blind or visually impaired, you see color. And it's okay. I no, want you Denise, to see my color. Denise, I'm just telling you I don't see you. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> and that's exactly what you're insinuating when you say that. And that I'm invisible. it drives me crazy. So, well, we see in here when, you, Dr. Ken. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what, what I told someone when they told me I don't see color. Okay. And it was at a conference with 2,000 people there. Oh, Lord. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Welcome back Welcome to The Truth back. on WTMJ. Random thought. What? I am 
so exhausted with all these commercials. That's just, just can we please do a GoFundMe and (laughs) just have a commercial free segment? I think you might need to move over to one of the mother stations. No, let's, I I am, I want to be the solution and not the complainer. Well, I'm going to (laughs) whine. I'm I'm pretending to be a millennial. So what was I supposed to tell you? See, I forgot that fast. How you respond when people tell. kicking in. No, it's called age. Anyway, oh, okay. Seniority, the first thing so anyway, to go. You were saying? <laughs> Don't what was I supposed to tell you? Well, because of this young, fresh brain that's sitting next to you, you yes. were talking about how you respond. And in particular, during a conference where there was 2,000 people in the audience where someone had said, I don't see color. Well, I reminded them. I said, first of all, do you believe in God? Are you asking me? Yes. Of course, yes. Do you believe that God made everyone equal? No. That, I mean, that we're, we're, we're equal in God's eyes. Uh, no. I believe that God gave people favor, gifts. Like, I'm no, not no. equal in to Beyonce. God's eye, God loves everybody equally. Now, you didn't say God that. Loves, yes. Well, see, let me. See, okay. Well, no, but you asked me. Did he create everybody? Yes. No. Did, does he love everybody equally? Yes. Did he create everybody equally? No. Absolutely not. Okay. Favor ain't fair. In God's eyes. They're anointed right. and gifted. Sure. Yes. Sure. So, but all in all, God loves everybody. Absolutely. That's my belief. Yes. And God made everybody. Yes. So if God made me my way and he made you a different race, Mm -hmm. why would you say you don't see me? Because now you're saying that you don't see what God made. Well, they're saying they're in, in other words. I mean, I get the whole like purpose to say, you know, I don't see race. So I don't do see, see color. Well, that's a, that's how I'm like, well, what do you see? Because I'm definitely a black woman. Because it's a part of who I am. And the part of this is this. The argument of race, we didn't invent this. Y'all did. Race is a social construct that you created. If you line everybody in the world up from lightest to darkest, it'll be one giant from dark to light, light to dark, right? Pigmentation. Mm-hmm. Some of us have more melanin than other people. But in the end, if we're all made the same like, like we're supposed to be, then you wouldn't be treating me no different. You would actually live up to not seeing color. The problem with that is God made me different. So what you're saying is that you refuse to see God in me. Mm. You I never refuse, heard it quite that way before. You refuse to see who I am. You refuse to see a creation of what God made because you decided your creation was better. Oh, well, I mean, we definitely live in a society of superiority, supremacy based on race. Like, I am better than you. Like, actually, I spoke at a high school in Dallas just Saturday before I flew here to Milwaukee. And a young black girl, she probably, no, she told me she was a junior in high school. So I'm going to guess she was probably about 17 years old. And she described herself as a minority. Mm-hmm. I said, let me stop you right there. Right. I said, Google the word because, you know, you, you can't say look up. <laughs> right. Go get your dictionary. They'll be like, what? Dictionary. So I was like, Google the definition of the word minority. minority. Right. And I actually would ask everyone that is listening to do the same. And that's why I don't use. Anyway. And if you, if you, that's OK. If you Google or, or have whatever source you want to look up, the Webster's Dictionary and the definition of minor is lesser in importance, <laughs> yep. seriousness, or significance. Let me repeat that right. again. So for all the people that just get so comfortable and have for years and years and years described P- 
people of color, women and indigenous people, minorities. Let me tell you right now, if you use that that word, that adjective to describe me or my race or my community while I'm in front of you, you're going to get checked. Can I get you another stupid one before we go to break? Yes. BIPOC. Oh, my gosh. I don't like that one either. Black, indigenous, and people of color. So what we're going to do is have white people over here. And then everybody else. And then everybody else. We can just, and we're not Instead the of same. us trying to figure out. <laughs> we're and, not the same. And the third one, that next. See? But I, seriously, and I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, Denise, I've been saying minority. It's okay. That's why we're here, to educate. <laughs> right. But I'm just letting you know, you have every right to use whatever you were, every, every or any word that you want to use. But I'm just telling you, it is an unhealthy, and, and really, it's racist it is so racist when you describe another race outside of white and saying minorities. Minor means lesser in importance, seriousness, or significance. Some of you are probably saying, well, Denise, the population of people of color is less than, okay. Well, I don't even use people of color. Well, here's the thing. Then let's, are we always talking about population when you use the word minority to describe people of color or black people? But that's 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 my code and word. Another word before we go to break, before you hit that that finger. When you travel outside the U.S., when you go all around the world, guess what? There are more people of color in this world than not. Back to the truth on WTMJ. See, I don't bother with that either because I pay cash. Oh, no. For me, the way I, I mean, you do too, Dr. Kenya. With traveling the way I do, I love how credit cards now give you so many rewards. Right. Like, I literally plan on at the end of the year taking a very, very nice vacation yep. using all of my reward points. Yes. And I didn't even realize with one particular credit card that I have, I didn't realize how many points I had. Because they, they sent me a letter. They were like, uh, just so you know, you got a whole lot of points. So I'm going to do a sit down. Shout out to my financial advisor. If she's listening, she knows who she is. Man, if if you don't do anything else, this has nothing to do with race, gender, sexual orientation, spiritual affiliation, whatever, man. Get a financial advisor. I don't care if you make $40,000, $20,000, $800,000 a year. It has been the best decision that I've made. And speaking of which, Annex Wealth Management, the sponsor, I'm sure they have a plethora of quality financial advisors, but definitely get that. Because before we went on break, we were talking about generational differences in terms of how work ethic is perceived, how leadership is perceived. We also talked about the use of the word minority, which I'm going to... What's that again? Minority. Lesser. Minor people. Yeah, minor people, lesser importance, less significance. And as I've said before, if uh, you ever use that word in my presence, it'll be a teachable moment. (laughs) And and I've had to educate black people that are in my, you know, that I may share a stage with. You know, we as minorities, I'm like, let me stop you right there. I am not a minority. How? How, Sway? How am I a minority? Please tell me that. Well, as a woman, you're not. So there you I'm go. not a minority, period. Okay? I'm not a minority, even if I turn into Kermit the Frog tomorrow. I don't like that word. Shannon Kermit. 
Sunday night with Ken and Kermit. Are you serious right now? <laughs> you sound so excited. It was a really dramatic ex- like figure of speech, just being sarcastic. But if you want me to call Kermit's people, yeah, can, can, can Miss Piggy come too? No. See? Piggy. See? See? Why? Why can't Miss Piggy come? Because I'm racist. I'm sexist. <laughs> you, you don't like pigs? I don't like pink. <laughs> Oh my oh. gosh. <laughs> 855-616-1620 is the whole National Bank talking text line. <laughs> they say, you got it, girl. We do see all our differences, and we are family, so don't always get along, but we fight for each other, not about each other, and that's what makes us family. It's called dysfunction, as we all know. Are we going to another break? Are you serious? I can't take this, Evan. Okay, well then. The Truth Talking text line is 855-616-1620. Come on, y'all. Let's let's have a fundraiser for the DT. Well, I'm trying to go early so we can go longer later. Oh, you're playing some strategy. See, I told you you're smarter than me. Okay, I'll be quiet. All right. This is The Truth on WTMJ. There's another we need to get rid of. I'm just oh, making it up. I'm just making now it up. You're being, so, now you're being toxic. <laughs> Ava, <laughs> speaking of toxic, Sun Prairie Area School District says that while a March incident in a girl's locker room um, at the high school should not have happened, recent reports about the event are ill-informed, inaccurate, and incomplete. Well, a letter from the conservative law firm Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty released Friday said that four freshman girls were showering in the locker room with their swimsuits on when an 18-year-old student entered the shower area, told them, I'm trans, by the way, and then fully undressed, revealing male genitalia. Law firm says that Sun Prairie uh, Area School District violated Title IX by not reporting it. They didn't report what happened to the school's Title IX coordinator who's charging, who's charged with investigating gender or sex-based harassment and to offer support to the students. So they're saying that school officials also failed to adequately inform parents who didn't know anything about it, and they didn't report it to law enforcement. And so they're now trying to get information on it because the students are like I was going to ask what was the students reactions well the district released a statement Saturday saying it does not condone any student any student of one sex being present in a state of undress in the presence of students of another sex nor does it condone a student of one sex showering in the presence of students of another sex now the district acknowledged an incident occurred that does not line up with its practices but offered no detail about what happened or didn't happen beyond saying that while what is playing out in the media is based on assumptions about this incident, they are simply not true. But, and, the, but the letter said officials addressed the incident as soon as it was brought to their attention, took steps to make sure similar things didn't happen again. The letter didn't provide any steps about anything. I would be curious as, as a parent, as a human being, and as a woman, I would be I'd be curious to understand why the transgender student felt that it was okay to enter. Again, how your identity is your identity. 
I'm just I would be curious and I'm I'm serious. This, I have no this is not rhetorical. I have no answer, but I would like to understand why this individual felt that it was okay right. to walk into a women's bathroom right. and say I'm transgender. I'm transgender and take off their clothes and reveal right. their male right genitalia. Yes. Right. I, that's what I would want to be educated on before I even get into how I feel about that. And just like the, the the lady yesterday, even though I looked at her like, that's your that's your response. You know, she was like, well, nowadays, you know, you, you just really don't know. And I thought. This is such an area of of educational opportunity, because, again, I before I punish this person. I want to understand why did you feel it was necessary? Okay. Because I get how you see yourself. You do not identify as a woman, excuse me, as a man. Well, first of all, we need to find out if that's true. Exactly. There's a lot of questions that I would need to ask before I can respond as a journalist. But regardless, taking your clothes off in front of somebody else. No. Well, it was, again, I'm, I just need to know a little bit, a little bit more before I go into my editorial about that. My knee-jerk reaction is throw the bum out. No, my knee-jerk reaction is <laughs> it's it's high school. I'm a, I'm a woman in a woman's locker room or girls' locker room. I don't even know how the the terms are used in current day high schools. Girls, is it girls? Okay, mm-hmm. girls' locker room, girls' restroom, and he he saw that. And, and his it pro- was purposeful and intentional. Yeah, and his pronouns, again, however this person wants to be, I I just want people to be happy. But again, in, in terms of me responding with a unbiased, healthy, educational, fact-based response, my editorial could only come with just having some conversations with both the young ladies that were in the room and the individual that identifies themselves as transgender. I don't know their pronouns. They may want to be she. But here's the thing. I come from a generation of where in order to be like my immediate reaction when the lady was like, am I in the wrong bathroom? I wanted to like flash her and be like, I have. But then, no, I'm serious. That that might have been a little disorderly. Well, I would have definitely. Okay. Indecent, indecent exposure, disorderly conduct, all of that. Woman to woman. But. In, in the reality, there are people who are in the process of transitioning from one gender to another that have breasts. But you still can't walk around with no clothes on. No, period. Regardless. Again, I just need a little bit more information, but it definitely isn't the conversation I want to have. Hey, kids, how was school today? Oh, uh, you know, after practice, I was uh, <laughs> taking a shower. I was and, accosted. Yeah, and I, I definitely. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me stop. I'm, I'm definitely not. I'm 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 just not educated enough to respond with a politically correct answer. And I know my role as a coach, as a public figure, as a journalist, as a professional, and as a human being, I have learned that until I have enough information, sufficient information to respond to something like that, that could be very controversial. Mm-hmm. I've learned how to just say, I don't know. I'm not comfortable responding to that. I don't know. I don't have both sides of the story. 
I'm not a legislator. I'm not an elected official. But what I am is somebody who's commerce driven. So I'm not going to put myself in a position <laughs> to not get a check. Uh, I know what to say, DT. Hush. Listen and learn. So as more things are revealed around this particular story, maybe I'll make a public statement as of today. So that's why I try to tell. We have this listener on The Truth, Dr. Ken. And he'll say things like, I live in a predominantly white neighborhood. I grew up around white people. The kids in my neighborhood are all white. And we have conversations about racism. Did, did, are you for real right now, dude? Like, but did you, you can. Just hear? You can. We probably treated them bad at some time. And they felt I hate when you do that. I hate when you do that. Because I'll be at first, I'm like, and then you'll laugh. So and they felt discriminated against. Listeners, value listeners, Dr. Ken does this to provoke me. It's not our me. fault they can't play basketball, football. How can you call into a black radio station and have a conversation <laughs> with black people and preface it with, I live in a white neighborhood. I grew up around white people. I have white kids in my, I don't because have. Because they don't have to code switch like we do. They don't have to. But you want to give, you want to educate talk. me well, about racism. Yes, because I'm smarter than you anyway. I mean, really? Dr. Ken, stop. I'm white. <laughs> you do this on I purpose. Just, I'm just like, don't you understand the way the world works? Right? U.S. Senate, white male millionaires made all the laws we got. Why are you shocked? Like, why is that shocking? You had to change your dress when you went in corporate America. Black women just, what, 2001? A the, lawsuit to the, the, the U.S. Hair. Supreme yeah. Court? Just just to wear braids. But then they had to tell you what kind of braids you had to wear. Like wavy hair. and I, it's, it's gotten to the point where everything is acceptable now. And now we need to reel it in and go, hey, I, I get. But see, that's the thing. It's like one instance, everything is acceptable. Number two, you can't have conversations about it, to your point earlier, because as soon as you disagree, you're canceled. Right. And it's, yeah, it's. We want we want everyone to be happy and we want to accept everything, but yet we can't have healthy dialogue about it. No, I have no problem engaging in a conversation with anyone, white, black, green, fluorescent, yellow about racism in this country. I don't know if I'm doing fluorescent yellow. I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm doing fluorescent yellow. (laughs) You wouldn't talk to a fluorescent yellow person. It's a bridge too far. (laughs) (laughs) We have a lot of different colors. That we embrace when it comes to <sighs> this country and leadership. Black, white. Oh, I'm not gonna say Don't do it. I Just, won't. It's time to go to break. <gasps> You're listening to <laughs> the truth. Yeah, I canceling me in the 23. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studio. Welcome back to the truth on WTMJ. Oh, love somebody else. Is it break time yet? If I can, let's go. Love myself enough to know when it's time. You can tell when people don't sing a lot. They keep go. putting vibrato in their voice, thinking it's time. Look, look at the talking text line blowing up. They're like, "Is that Mary J. Blige in the studio?" No, they're All like, I really "OMG, it's to be happy." <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! 
I just want to be. That's me passing out. So, that's my head hitting the microphone. So happy. It's karaoke on WTMJ Nights. Nice. 855-616-1620. Please. Please. Send me a text so I can talk about something. No. Before. <laughs> I mean, we have like two minutes left. So if you want me to sing, the old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. If you would prefer, versus hearing Dr. Ken's oratory, if you'd prefer to hear me sing the rest of Be Happy, let us know. And I'll promise you. As long as you sing Don't Worry, Be Happy, then we can do that. Oh, my God. You're so ancient. And actually, that would even be... Can't take her nowhere. Don't worry. Can't take her nowhere. Be happy. Look at that. What'd that say? What'd that say? Listen. Hold on. Dr. Ken is... your, Your Apple Watch just... It says... Your bedtime is set for 8.55 p.m. That's when you know you're old. No, that's my watch telling me to get away from Denise. Is that what just told you? Yeah. Well, then how come it just didn't say, get away from Denise? Exactly. It's in Anywho, code. Anywho. I'm sorry. It's in code? They, see, that's a- what I'm Evan, about. Ain't nobody ask you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they might yeah, come yeah, to see yeah. you, Otis. Yeah, yeah. Came yeah. to see me. They came yeah. to hear me sing. I don't see the talking text line blowing <laughs> I'm up. I'm really trying to like kill time because I'm hoping that people will call in and you say we want to hear. You know they're not. My feelings a little bit hurt. Okay. I, I went through a lot of trauma this weekend. <laughs> if somebody could just stroke my ego <laughs> just a little bit. <sighs> I've been mistaken as a, a man in the women's restroom. Girl, get on this plane and go swim. <laughs> excuse, excuse me, ma'am. I, you're not supposed to be sitting in the front of the airplane. That's that's first class. That's where first class. Where, yeah. Where you're going. Oh, is this where your... Oh, can I, is, your, is this your seat? You oh, I get that all the time. Oh, th- this is this is first. Or this is two A. Are you sure you're in the right seat? Yeah, it's my life. <laughs> Reminded every day. I thought it was just me. But again, or people get on the. Have you been sitting down already? And people get on the plane and look like, what are you doing there? Exactly. <laughs> I get that a lot too. <laughs> like, are are you in the right seat? They're looking uh, around like, you uh, know. Uh, uh, I'm working on, a, let me not say that because the feds are always listening. And, and <laughs> let me it, depends be quiet. On, it depends on the title I use, right? Oh, of course. Because I make sure my points when it goes through has the certain, and I've had people, watch this, I've had people, especially when I check into certain hotels, because some hotels on certain things give you gold elite. Mm-hmm. Just because, and yes. They'll, and they'll say, oh, Mr. Harris. I say, excuse me? I love it. Please do that when Excuse I'm in me? front of you one day, because that would Excuse bring me so much joy. I love witnessing that. When you can correct somebody, be like, no, 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 it's Dr. Ken Harris. Wait, Please do that with when I'm around. Please. I, mean, like, I beg you, you. Do you have my number, my rewards number? Yeah. Okay. What's the name on it? Like, really? It's hmm. it's hard for some, Dr. Ken, to look at you and associate that you are an educated, philosophical, certified Doctor, that's this this difficult. But you don't want to be arrogant about it or be overly, you know, you know what Define I mean. Define arrogant, because uh, prideful, there's a, there's a, there's prideful. confidence and there's arrogance. Prideful, because you're not going to tell me because I'm a confident woman that I'm arrogant, because right. that's just your way of saying. Right. I don't. I don't like. I don't you, like the fact you that you're to, winning. Yeah. You need to dim that light. Yeah. But guess what? Tomorrow's Monday. If you enjoyed listening to Doctor Ken and I, we encourage you to listen to our sister station. 
The Truth, which is on 101.7 FM, The Truth. Dr. Ken's show That's is... That's because you got your brand spanking new morning show. Absolutely. Beginning... Every weekday, beginning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., you can listen to The Truth Be Told with DT, yours truly, and Telly Hughes, Emmy award-winning Telly Hughes, on Truth Be Told from, again, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., followed by the award-winning Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris every weekday from 4 to 6 p.m. So in the morning and as you are wrapping up your day, we invite you to listen to our show and we get real, real. We get real, real, real on our shows. Yeah, y'all do. Yeah. We're going to talk about some kind of really real. good stuff tomorrow. Yeah, it's a different kind of What's real. What's that mean? Yeah, it's a different kind What's of What's a different kind but of y'all real? y'all got some good guests coming up this week, too. Man, listen. Tuesday going to be off the chain. Can I announce? I can. Absolutely. Yeah. If So, y'all, Tuesday, we're going to have Hall of Fame, NCAA National Championship, and current executive for the New Orleans Pelicans, Swin Cash, will be on the Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday. And again, she's going to be on around 8 a.m., but you want to tune in every weekday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. And then with Dr. Ken, Truth in the Afternoons from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. on 101.7 The Truth.